You're listening to the Take Imperfect Action Podcast, and today we are going to talk about how you can grow your audience even if you are starting from scratch. Now, this is a little bit of a longer episode than normal, but I promise you it'll be worth your time. It is filled with juicy steps that you can take to start growing your audience, so stay tuned. Hello and welcome to the Take Imperfect Action Podcast. My name's Allison and I've been running my own businesses full-time for the last 10 years, which has allowed me to up-level my life, my finances, and my mindset, and it all happened by taking imperfect action. My goal with this podcast is to help you step outside of your comfort zone by giving you specific action steps that you can take that'll grow your online business and positively impact your life. I love giving you the steps, the strategies, and the kick in the pants that you need to get growing in the right direction. So if you're looking to leave your perfectionism at the door in order to make a much bigger impact, then you've come to the right place. Thank you so much for being here. Now let the fun begin. Hello friends, it is Allison from Wonderlast.com. I hope you are having a kick butt day today. Oh my goodness, thank you so much for pressing play. I truly do mean that. I'm aware that there are like 10 billion podcasts out there and I am so honored that you chose to listen to mine. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Hope you had a great weekend. Uh, It is finally getting warmer here in Kansas City. We are finally seeing temps in the 50s with some sunshine. Not gonna lie, I'm really excited about it. I'm looking forward to spring, even though I am an Eskimo at heart and love the winter. It will be really nice to be able to go for a walk or a run outside without having to worry about falling on my butt on an ice patch. So I am really pumped for spring, but I hope you're having a great day. And I am revved up to talk about today's topic. We're gonna be talking about how to grow an audience, even if you are starting from scratch. And like I often do, I popped into my Facebook group, which by the way, if you're not in there, get your booty in there, it's the Creative Superheroes on Facebook. But I popped into there last week and I just asked like, hey, what do you want me to do the next podcast episode on? And by a landslide, people wanted to know not just how to grow your audience, but how to grow your audience if you're starting from scratch. And so that is what we are talking about today. I cannot wait to dive into this, which we're gonna do in two seconds. But first I wanna throw out that we all start from zero. I'm just putting it out there. Um, Sometimes I feel like when people come to me and they ask for like email subscriber growth or audience growth, it almost feels like they're assuming that I didn't start from zero as well. So if you are currently starting at zero, that is totally fine. We all start from zero. The people who you see that have giant followings, even they started from zero. So you are definitely not alone. And also a lot of the strategies uh, for growing your audience apply at any stage so not every not every strategy but most of the strategies and so everything that I'm gonna be talking about today will apply to you if you are starting from scratch ie you pretty much have zero followers Um, they will apply to you and they will also apply to you if you already have some followers so regardless of where you're at if you're looking to grow your audience more the things that we're going to be talking about today will help you if you already have followers just kind of listen through the steps that we're going to be talking about and you can kind of see if you're missing any critical steps we're just going to dive right in now when i say audience i'm referring to um, a kind of a pool of your social media followers, 
the traffic that you're getting to your website, and of course your email subscribers. And they are all important. However, I do wanna put a special um, emphasis on your email subscribers. They're all important, of course, yes, but I think your email subscribers are extra important. If you have listened to me before, you know that I rant about how important your email list is. And the reason for this is, is that email is the one direct connection that you have control over with your audience. People are way more likely to see your email than they are, for example, your social media post. Y'all know about the social media algorithms, how they're always changing, whether it's Facebook or YouTube or Instagram. It's like, wow, you know, like I feel like one person has seen my post nowadays. You know, it's, it's hard to always stay on top of the changes that social media is making. Whereas email, Gmail doesn't decide which emails it thinks you should see. It just shows you every single email that someone sends goes into your inbox. And so for that reason, people are way more likely to see your email. Plus, Remember that if someone is on your list, they have straight up given you permission to contact them. They have entered in their name and their email, so they are basically giving you an open invitation to reach out to them, to contact them, and also email can be really personal. Um, the way that you're writing your emails should be as if you're writing to one person, and so they really have that personalized feel when your email subscriber opens their email, even if you technically sent that email out to thousands of people, it should feel very, very personal. It helps you build that deeper connection. And then of course, you gotta have an email list for things like if you wanna do sales funnels, for example, where you put in uh, email, email's almost always required. And I literally run my business using sales funnels. That's how I make all my income. It's all passive income. So you gotta have an email list. So the strategies that we're gonna be talking about today to grow your audience are going to apply to all the things like social media and your traffic, but they're also going to apply to your email list. Do not be like me and put off starting your email list for years. Okay, so now that all of that is out of the way, let's start talking about how you can grow your audience and we are gonna talk about it in seven steps. So step number one to growing your audience, even if you're starting from scratch, is to get clear first of all and foremost on who your audience is. You don't want to just attract random people. It doesn't matter if you grow a giant audience and you got all these big numbers, if they're just a bunch of random people. You want your audience to be filled with your, what you've probably heard already, your ideal customer or your dream customer. I prefer saying dream customer, but basically, Think about, get really clear on who in a perfect world, in a perfect world where there's rainbows I can slide down and coffee cups that refill themselves instantly, what is the person that I would be working with in my business? The perfect customer. You wanna sit down and you literally wanna create a profile for them. Pretend like you were thinking about just one person. What is their age? Where do they live? What gender are they? Does it even matter? What do they do? What's their job? What do they like? What do they dislike? What are they currently struggling with right now? What do they want? What annoys them? What, do, what websites do they love going through? You need to sit down and you need to profile your ideal customer or dream customer. I'm just going to say dream customer because I like that way better. You need to profile your dream customer because that's who you want to build your audience with. And the first step to growing your audience is getting really clear on who you want your audience to be filled with because the type of person that you want to attract is going to determine the type of content that you create. So get really specific. And this is something that held me back for a long time is that I blogged for basically almost five years. 
I put out consistent content, but I was not clear at all on who my dream customer was. I wasn't clear on who I wanted my audience to be. As a result, I was putting out all different kinds of content haphazardly, and not only was I not attracting the right people to my business, people that I would want to work with, but I wasn't really gaining a following because people were just confused. They'd come to my website and be like, what the heck is going on? There's like 20 different topics that she's talking about. So this is why it's so important. Step number one, get really clear on who your audience is. And that means sitting down and profiling your dream customer. The second step to growing an audience, even if you're starting from scratch, is to then get clear on how you're going to serve them. So how will you serve them in your business, for instance? Like what is the one main result that you can get your dream customer? Or what is the one main thing that you're gonna be doing for them? And then think about how can you inspire them? What can you do uh, that is going to benefit their lives positively in some type of way? What can you teach them? You need to sit down and just kind of brainstorm, like how am I gonna show up for my audience? What is my purpose? If they had just one thing that they could take away from me, what would that be? And what am I really trying to help them do? So this is important for everything in your business and includes growing your following. If you don't know this, then you're just gonna be kinda not really having any real type of strategy behind what you're doing. And it's gonna feel very confusing and you're probably gonna be like, I don't know what to post about. So this is step number two. That's gonna make everything so much easy for you. And in general, it's gonna make your business so much more easy and get really specific. Again, do not be afraid to get specific. A trying to do 10 million things is a recipe for not attracting anyone. Take me as that example, <laughs> raising my hand right here, busting my buns for almost five years. Years, not only was I not clear on who my dream customer was, but I wasn't clear on what I was trying to do for them. So I was just kind of trying to do all the things and it was just a muddled, vague mess. The more vague you are, the more broad you are, especially in the beginning when you're trying to get that following, the harder it's going to be. So the more specific that you can get, especially in the beginning when you're starting from scratch, the easier it's gonna be. So if you're starting from scratch, write down on a piece of paper, what is one type of person that I can get one main result for? Write those things down, let that be the starting point for the types of content that you're gonna be creating because you are gonna be creating content to grow your audience, which brings me to step number three, to growing your audience, even if you're starting from scratch, is that you need to put out consistent quality content weekly and you should choose something to focus on as your core type of content. So when I say content, I am talking about things like podcast episodes. For example, I'm doing some quality consistent content right here or blog posts or videos or maybe even just social media. You need to choose one thing. No, you do not have to do them all. You shouldn't do them all. Choose one type of main core content that you're gonna be putting out to your audience and go all in with that. So maybe you're like, I'm gonna start a podcast. Make that your core content. That's the thing you focus on every week. Or 
or maybe you're gonna do blogging, maybe you're gonna do videos, maybe you're not gonna do any of those and you're just gonna do really good content on social media. I know people who have grown a really big following and they don't have a podcast, they don't do videos, they don't even blog. Um, they'll just show up on Instagram every day and put out these really awesome quality posts that are basically like little mini blog posts and that is their content strategy. But you've gotta have a content strategy and you really need to just focus all in on one. Going all in on one is way better than trying to spread yourself too thin. And you need to do this weekly. Now, why I said consistent and weekly is that if you are not doing it consistently, it doesn't make it, it's not gonna grow your audience if you show up for two weeks and you're putting out amazing content and then all of a sudden you fall off the bandwagon for two weeks and then you're back for a week and then you're gone for another week. When you're inconsistent, it shows your audience that, oh, like, I don't need to check in on this person because they're probably a decent chance they don't have anything new. And it's gonna almost train your audience to just like not check in on you anymore. They're not gonna really trust you. It's not gonna help gain you that no like and trust factor if you're always disappearing. And so consistency is extremely important, especially in the beginning. Uh, a rule of thumb that I like to use that I've always used is weekly. And you don't need to do a million things every week. One piece of quality content a week is amazing. So if you do blog posts, do one quality blog post a week. That's it. Or if you do videos, do one video a week. Or if you podcast, start with one podcast episode a week. Now, if you do social media and that is your main core piece of content, then you're gonna need to show up more than once a week, um, depending on the platform. Most platforms for social media favor consistency uh, as part of their algorithm. So if you're gonna, for example, just focus on Instagram and that's your core content, that's it. Then show up on Instagram five days a week. You can do it. That's the one piece of content you're going all in on. So go in five days a week, but you've gotta be consistent to gain that know, like, and trust factor and you've gotta make it quality. So the whole point of this free content is to develop the no like trust factor. Uh, and that's essential if you wanna sell anything online because someone is not gonna buy from you if they don't trust you or if they don't like you. And when you're putting out consistent quality content every single week, not only are they going to be way more likely to wanna buy from you because they're gonna be like, wow, this person's content is amazing, it's free, I can only imagine how awesome their paid content is, but they're going to want to show up and check on you when they know that they can count on you putting out quality content every single week, they're gonna make it a habit to check in on you and to follow you and they're gonna want to sign up for your stuff and ingest your stuff. So emphasis on the quality, don't bust your butt trying to put out five blog posts a week and they're all just kind of fluffy. Go all in on one epic blog post a week and we're gonna talk about sharing that in a minute but really focus on one piece of quality core content every single week. Choose what is gonna be your core content and go all in. I personally have fluctuated over the years. I started off blogging. I did that for several years, showed up weekly. Then I transitioned into doing videos. And then once I transitioned uh, into videos, I was like, ah, actually this isn't, and I'm not enjoying it as much as I thought I would. So then I started this podcast. So I'm not trying to do all of the things. I'm going all in on one thing. So that is step number three. Um, let's see, I had to write notes because I have so much I wanna say and I'm gonna lose my place, so let me just, oh yes, okay. 
the one question I want you to ask every single time you are crafting your content for the week is how can I positively impact my dream customer's life? So before you create a video or a podcast episode or before you post on social media, make it a habit to ask yourself this question. What is one way, how can I positively impact my audience's life today? Because every single piece of content that you put out should give them some type of benefit. It should entertain them or maybe it'll inspire them or maybe it will help them, but they need to get something out of every single piece of content that you create. Again, going back to me as an example of what not to do, in the beginning when I started doing like blogging, I was focused on myself. I was focused on like, here's what I'm up to with no real like lesson or kernel of wisdom to give to my audience to make it relatable. I was just kind of blogging about myself and talking about myself and blah, 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 like no one cared. So with your content, you need to make sure that you're not just showing consistently every single week, focusing in, but you need to always ask yourself, how can I positively impact their life today with what I'm doing? If you take the time to ask that question and to answer it, you're gonna put out amazing content and people are naturally going to wanna follow you. Think about the people that you follow. Think about the people who you follow on social media. Think about the people who whose email list you sign up to. Why do you follow them? Like literally, like sit down and think about a few people that you follow and ask yourself why. Maybe it's because you go there because you feel inspired, because they're consistently putting out awesome images. Or maybe you follow them because they provide really helpful tips and tutorials. Or maybe you follow them because they're funny and they're like the bright, the bright patch in your day. They entertain you. You can do all of that. You don't have to, but you can. I like to add in a little mix. But you are following them because they are having some type of positive benefit on your life. And that's how you get people to follow you is by always going back to how can I, how can I provide them with value? How can I positively impact their life today? Okay, the next step, number four to growing your audience, even if you're starting from scratch, is to be a leader. Oh, I see so many people who are hiding behind their computer screens or they're afraid to put themselves out there. They're afraid to be themselves. They're afraid to share much of anything and they're wondering why they don't have a following. In order to grow a following, you've gotta be someone to follow. You've gotta be a leader. You're not going to get an audience and build this following if you're not someone to follow. If you are hiding, if you're, you know, like, oh, I don't wanna put myself out there, I don't wanna share my story, I don't wanna share like my opinion, what if I offend someone, I don't wanna like be myself, what if they don't like me? If you want to grow a following, then you absolutely have to actually show up and be yourself. So this means being yourself. This means talking in your voice. This means having a voice. This means having an opinion. This means sharing your story and other stories. This means taking ownership of your expertise for whatever it is that you do in your business, whether you, um, you know, maybe you teach fitness or maybe you're a dietitian or maybe you have an online course on how to do social, whatever it is showing up as an expert, taking ownership for what you do. How do you help people? How do you positively impact their lives? Take ownership for that. So you actually have got to just put yourself out there if you want to grow 
your following. You can't just hide. You can't be afraid. Uh, building an audience requires like being front and center. Even if you are an introvert, don't use that as an excuse. I'm an introvert, y'all. I'm an introvert, but I get out there and I talk to my audience and I put myself out there and I share and I say things and not everyone likes me and that's okay. That's just how it goes. So don't be afraid to put yourself out there. And if you want to really grow a following, then you need to stand up for something. What is something that you can stand up for? How can you inspire someone? How can you share your story? How can you bring people to you by radiating out your weirdness or sharing them your sharing with them your personality? You got to do all those things. People don't want to follow someone who are uh, just kind of hiding behind a shell or wearing a mask or just kind of being really bland or they're not really saying anything worth listening. Like you've got to actually put yourself out there. So I hope I'm not trying to say this to offend anyone. This is just a little tough love moment. You're not going to grow an audience by hiding and by refusing to put yourself out there. So put yourself out there. You are going to help people. You're going to positively impact their lives. You could do it. And this is how you're going to grow a following is by having a voice. Mm. All right. Step number five to growing your audience, even if you are starting from scratch, is to grow your email list, you got to add in a freebie. So this is something that you are, of course, going to give your audience for free in exchange for their name and their email. This is an absolute must. People are not going to sign up for your email list. Most people anyway. Most people are not going to sign up for your email list for updates or weekly tips or a weekly newsletter, especially nowadays. There are so many places and people asking for their email address constantly. I know I sure as heck don't give out my email address very easily nowadays. I gotta really want something and like the person before I give them my email, especially now because every two seconds they're like, give me your email, give me your email. I'm checking out at CVS, give me your email. No, I don't wanna give you my email. So you absolutely have to have an amazing freebie in order to grow your email list. And this freebie needs to be something that people would be willing to pay pay for. The better your freebie is, the easier it's going to be to grow your list. And this is something that I put off for a very long time. And guess what the result was? It took me two years to get 20 people on my list. That is not very much in case you were not sure how that 28 uh, mark uh, pans out. But I didn't have a freebie for two years and my email list was tiny and I wasn't really growing my core audience of email subscribers. So you want your freebie to be an absolute no brainer to get on your list, something that they would be willing to pay for, something that will make them go, wow, oh my gosh, I can't believe they're giving this to me for free and this rocks and I can only imagine how amazing their paid content is because this freebie is the boom. That's what you want them to be saying and you want to then, once you create your freebie, you want to plug that freebie into your weekly core content. So going back to what we were just talking about with your weekly content, maybe you're focusing on blog posts. Well, you want to then plug that quality, amazing freebie into your weekly blog posts. Or if you're doing podcast episodes, plug that freebie into your podcast episodes or your videos. You get what I'm saying. So you're putting out weekly quality content 
and you are then plugging in that amazing freebie. Now, obviously you wanna actually plug it in where it makes sense, uh, where it's relevant. You don't wanna just haphazardly plug in a freebie into an, a, a blog post, for example, that has absolutely nothing to do with the freebie. So in order to really have it make sense and to get people to be like, yo, I want that freebie, it's gotta actually make sense for what you're plugging it into. So for example, if I got a blog post on how to kick butt on YouTube and and then I have a freebie of a DIY recipe for lasagna, like that makes zero sense. So people came to that blog post for YouTube, they don't care about my freebie on how to make the best lasagna possible. So you gotta actually have it make sense. And so that's why when you come up with your freebie and you know exactly who your audience is, you're creating content that is in line and it's gonna line up with your freebie. Doesn't have to 100% of the time, but the, the goal is to get your freebie into as much of your free content as possible. And another side note about freebies is that you do not need to create 10 million freebies. Please don't do this. If I could go back in time, like five years ago, I would have said, Allison, don't create 50 freebies, just focus on one freebie. Because back when I was really getting in, like getting serious about growing my audience and growing my list, back when I was doing it, what was popular was content libraries. Like that was the thing that was popular. Content libraries, and so yo, the word library, it's like I felt like I needed to have a whole library of content. And so I was like, crap, you know, I gotta make like 50 things. and. But I wish I hadn't because now it's just like I got this big old like, I mean, it's fine, but I, it's, it, I made my life so much more complicated. I spent so much more time. I got so much more overwhelmed because I felt like I had to have 50 billion freebies. And what I'm telling you is that you don't need 50. You need one good freebie. That is it one quality freebie that your audience would love to have, that they would be willing to pay for. That is something that can consistently grow your email list, grow your audience. If you have multiple different paid offers that are kind of in different areas, then you might need some different freebies, one freebie to kind of tie into each main paid thing, but that's it, okay? So focus your efforts on creating one amazing freebie if you have no idea what to create, if you're feeling stumped or overwhelmed, I have a free training that I'll link to below in the comments or in the um, podcast notes section or whatever it's called, but I have a free five-day training called the Ignite Your List Challenge where I basically walk you through how to come up with the perfect freebie idea, one that your audience is gonna love, one that they'll wanna sign up for, one that will attract the right person. Going back to step number one, getting clear on who you want to attract. So I walk you through how to do all of that and I also walk you through like what to send your subscribers once they get on your list. So when someone gets on your list, side note, you don't wanna just leave them hanging. You need to actually be keeping in contact with them and sending them things. So I will link to that below, but I walk you through how to do all of that and it's free. Um, so that is step number five, create a quality freebie that's gonna attract your dream customer, that's gonna grow your list, plug that freebie into your weekly core content. Step number six to growing your audience, even if you're starting from scratch, is to share your weekly quality content across all the platforms. So at this point, you are creating some type of quality content once a week is perfect. 
then you need to make sure that you're actually putting that content everywhere. Because if you're creating this amazing content and you're not promoting the shiz out of it, then that's just a big wah, wah, cause no one's going to see it. You need to spend even more time promoting your content than you are actually creating your content. And that's something that I see a lot of. I see people creating this amazing content and I can tell they spent, you know, like maybe eight hours on this one blog post, but then they're not really getting it out there. Maybe they post it like once on Facebook, like, Hey guys, check out my new blog post. Okay. Bye. And like five people saw the post. So you need to actually come up with some type of workflow is what I recommend of how you're going to share out your content every single week. So across all the social media platforms that you're on your website everywhere. So for example, for me, with this podcast, I obviously record the podcast, but when I'm done, I share the shiz out of it in multiple different places. So for this podcast, I share on all the different podcasting platforms. That includes my website, Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Play. So right there, I'm sharing it in like, but I can't count six or seven different places that I'm actually putting it on my website as a blog post. So I'm actually going into my website, embedding the podcast episode, putting it there. Then I'm sharing that blog post slash podcast episode out onto Pinterest. So that's another place I'm sharing it. I'm sharing the episode on my Instagram feed. I'm sharing the podcast episode on my Instagram stories. I'm sharing it on my Facebook page. I'm sharing it in my Facebook group. And then I'm of course, also sharing it with my email list. So I'm literally sharing it everywhere every single week. And I literally have a checklist of all the different places that I wanna share it out to every single week. That way when I'm done recording the episode, I can just go through and make sure that I'm doing this. And this is every single week. So you've gotta actually share it everywhere. Share the heck out of it. Shout it from the mountaintops. You put time and effort and energy into something that is going to help your audience or positively impact your audience. You wanna make sure that they're actually seeing it. So get it out there, get it out there, share it across all the platforms. Side note on social media platforms, by the way, please don't feel like you need to be on all social media platforms. I suggest that you pick one social media platform to go all in on. That is way better than trying to do all of them and spreading yourself too thin. So one to two max and just go all in on those. Just little side note, you do not need to do it all, no. Okay. The um, uh, next step seven to grow your audience, even if you are starting from scratch, is to choose a power strategy to add fuel to the fire. So at this point, you're clear in your audience, you uh, know how you're gonna serve them, you've got weekly core content going out, you're sharing your amazing freebie in your weekly core content, and now and you're also sharing your content every single week. <laughs> if, you can, if you're watching me in person, it looks like I'm swimming. I'm doing these really stupid hand motions, I don't know what's going on. Um, anyway, I guess I'm just in the mood to swim. Um, you're sharing your content across all of the platforms, so now step number seven is to choose a power strategy to add fuel to the fire. So there are a few different things that you can do. If you're just starting out, just start with one and go from there. Um, so number one, and this is if you want to grow faster. So what we just talked about will grow your audience. It will. It might take a little bit of time because you're not just going to, in most cases, put out an amazing piece of content. And then like two weeks later, it's like, whoa, I've got like thousands of people. Um, it's like, 
a turtle, when it's the tortoise and the hare, um, everything that we just talked about is gonna be growing your audience nice and slow and steady, but it's gonna be growing your audience with quality people, quality over quantity once again, which by the way, you don't need a huge audience. You can have a sustainable, profitable online business with 1,000 people on your list, maybe even less. So you don't need to feel like I need like, oh, I need 100,000 people on my email list or I need 20,000 people. You don't. You just need 1,000. That can be a sustainable, profitable business. That's all you need. And it's filled with quality people who love your stuff. So little side note. Okay, so strategies that will add fuel to the fire if you want to add in some quick bursts to grow your audience faster. Number one is collaborating with people. So if you want to grow your audience faster, collaborating with someone who already has at least somewhat of an audience is one of the best, fastest ways to grow your audience fast. When I was trying to grow my audience back when I had hardly anyone, I didn't have hardly any email subscribers, I didn't really have that many people on social media, I started collaborating with people and my chosen way to collaborate was doing joint venture webinars. So you could do joint venture webinars with people, you could do link exchanges with someone, and a link exchange is basically just where you reach out to someone in your industry that has the same audience and you're of course hopefully reaching out to people that you've taken a little bit of time to build a relationship with first. You don't wanna just reach out to people and you've never contacted them before and they have no idea who you are. Your chances of collaborating with someone go way down if you haven't taken just a little bit of time to build a relationship, side note. Um, someone is way more likely, I know uh, for myself, I am way more likely to wanna collaborate with someone if I know who they are and they've taken even just a little bit of time to kind of like build a relationship with me, just FYI, um, but reaching out to people and then basically you are sharing, they are sharing a freebie of yours to their email list and then you're sharing of something, something of theirs to your audience. So that's another thing that I did that can grow your list really fast. I would literally grow my list by hundreds a day doing that or with joint venture webinars. I would partner up with someone who had the same audience as me, um, but taught something in a different field. We weren't competing, trying to like teach the exact same thing, but we would partner up, put together an awesome collaborative online workshop. And then I would send mine out to my list and she would send the person I would collaborate would send it to their list. And then we would get, I would literally get like four or 500 subscribers a day from that. So that is one way to grow your list really fast fast, especially if you're starting out, is to collaborate. Just keep in mind, you do want to take the time to actually build a relationship with that person first, get to know them a little bit, make sure you know what it is that they do and you've taken the time to like look at their website um, and just make sure they know all of that when you reach out to them and be sure to also specifically say how the collaboration is going to benefit them. I see a lot of people reaching out to me, for example, and they don't really talk about at all how how this will actually benefit me. Um, and I'm happy to help people if I have a genuine relationship with them. But if I don't know the person, we have zero relationship and they're basically just like, hey, can you share my blog post with your audience? I'm like, no. Um, so, you know, take the time to actually build relationships. That's one of the good reasons to build relationships among others. Um, the next way, the next power strategy that you can use to grow your audience faster 
is to do a Pinterest, Pinterest strategy. So this is like a medium, I would say. Collaborating is like a high power, really fast power strategy. Pinterest takes a little bit of time to like set up, but once it gets going, it can really grow your audience because with Pinterest, you are increasing the amount of traffic that goes to your website. And if you are putting out that consistent quality content, like we talked about, and you're sharing it on your website, which you definitely should be, then the people who come over from Pinterest are gonna get on your side and be like, whoa, like this person puts out awesome content. And then of course, you are also sharing that freebie that you have in your content. And so you're gonna also be growing your email list. Pinterest is my number one source of traffic. It has been my number one source of traffic for like four years now. And at this point, now that I have it set up, I do zero work on it. Like I literally do zero work to keep that traffic coming. It just goes on complete autopilot. I use Tailwind. So anyway, Pinterest is an amazing strategy. Highly recommend it. If you really wanna grow your audience, just be aware that it's gonna take a couple weeks. It's gonna take a few days to get it set up initially, and then it might take a few weeks to get going. But once it gets going, it's gonna keep on going for you, and it's gonna grow your audience. And then, of course, the third power strategy that you can use to add fuel to your audience growing fire is Facebook ads. Yes, even when you're just starting out. So do you have to do them? No, but if you are looking to grow your audience faster and you don't want to spend a lot of time, then Facebook ads are one of the best ways to do that. Now, Facebook ads are not something that I used in the beginning. I grew my audience purely just organically via putting out quality content, via um, you know showing up every week, collaborating, those are the main things that I did to grow my audience and it worked, but it took a lot of my time. Creating that content and like collaborating took a lot of my time. So if you wanna add in a strategy that will not take a lot of your time, it's not gonna take up hours a day, Facebook ads are a great way to go. And if you do Facebook ads and you've got a good Facebook ad strategy, they can be extremely powerful and grow your uh, audience really, really fast. I've just been using them for like the last, oh, year, year and a half now, no, about a year. I don't know, I'm losing track of time. I'm getting old. Time is like going down the black hole for me. Um, but I've been using them for a while, but I didn't start off using them. But if you want to grow your audience fast and you do not want to spend a ton of extra time, they are the way to go. Just make sure that you actually take a moment to come up with a clear strategy because yes, Facebook ads can be a big waste of money if you don't know what you're doing and you're not, you know, you don't know how to look at the numbers and to tweak and to come up with a strategy if you're just kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall, the Facebook ad wall and expecting it to stick and being like, well, crap, my ad tanked. Must mean Facebook sucks. No, it doesn't suck. You just need to make sure that you've got a strategy in place and you know how it works and you know how to do the numbers. They can be incredibly, incredibly powerful. Okay, so let's do a quickie recap of the seven steps to growing your audience. Even if you are starting from scratch, number one, get clear on who your audience is. This means you are sitting down and profiling your dream customer because that's who you want your audience to be filled with. Step number two is to get clear on how you're gonna serve them. Get really specific. Think in terms of what is one main result that I can get for one specific type of person. And then go from there. Write down some ways that you can inspire them. Write down some ways that you can add value to their day. And remember to ask yourself, how can I just positively impact their life with what I do? Step number three is to put out consistent quality content once a week. 
choose to focus on one thing, whether that be blog posts, whether that be podcast episodes, videos, or social media. Now, side note, doing social media, you're gonna need to do it more than once a week, but go all in on one main type of free core content. Number four, step number four is to be a leader. Remember, you're not gonna grow an audience, you're not gonna grow a following by hiding, by being afraid to put yourself out there, by being afraid to share your opinion or to show your expertise or to take a stand and uh, you gotta do those things if you wanna grow a following, so be a leader. Step number five, to grow your email list, create that quality freebie, create, just focus in on one and plug that into your weekly free content. So that way you're not just building the know, like, and trust factor with your free content, but you're also growing your email list at the same time. That is like your core, your core audience right there, the ones that you have that direct connection with. And then step number six is to share your weekly quality content across all the platforms. So don't just share it once and that's it. Share it across all the things. Put it onto your website, share it across all of your social media platforms. Heck, even better yet, use a social media scheduler to then schedule posts where you're promoting your free content and have that set to loop on Evergreen. That's something that I do. I use SmarterQ for that. So I will share a piece of content. For example, this. let's say I'm gonna share this blog post or podcast episode when it's done because I I am. I'll write a social media post sharing this podcast episode on Facebook and I will schedule it in SmarterQ to loop, to literally repeat every two, three months, however I have it set. So that way I'm sharing it at once, but it's going to keep sharing. So share it across all of the platforms. If you're using Pinterest, share it on Pinterest. Um, and then step number seven to growing your audience those are like the slightly slower but very powerful and effective ways to grow your audience. If you wanna add fuel to the fire and you wanna grow your audience faster, choose one or all three things to do. Facebook ads, collaborate with someone who already has an audience, or Pinterest. Start with one though, so you don't overwhelm yourself. I have done all, they work beautifully. They're a great way to like add in some quick spurts, growth, quick spurts of growth. So. I hope you found this helpful, and of course, you know what time it is. It is time to take action. So what I would love for you to do today, sometime in the next 24 to 48 hours, is to sit down. Uh, this will take you probably about 25 minutes, but sit down with a piece of paper, your favorite pen, a delicious beverage, get comfortable, put on some good music, and come up with a plan for how you're gonna grow your audience over the next three months specifically. So looking at and all the steps that we covered, come up with a plan, a list of things that you are literally gonna start doing and that you're gonna implement over the next three months. So if you're starting from scratch and you truly have no audience, then come up with a plan to actually implement uh, the steps that we talked about, starting with getting clear in your audience. Or if you've already got some people and you know who your audience is already and you know your purpose, well, think about, am I doing everything? Like, do I have core content that I'm putting out every single week? Or do I have a really awesome freebie that my audience loves that they're signing up for? Do I need to create that still? Or whatever it is. Whatever you are missing from this list of seven steps, go ahead and create a plan for the next three months and then actually get it on your calendar. Y'all know that I love to do that. Marie Forleo quote, if it's not scheduled, it's not real. So actually plug that audience growing plan, the steps that you need to take in your planner so that you actually do them. 
Woo, okay, well that is it. I hope you found this helpful. These are all things that I have, these are literally the things that I have done myself to grow my own audience and they work. I think the first year that I really started to implement like the weekly, the first year that I started to truly implement the weekly core content and the weekly freebie, I wanna say my email list grew about 14,000 that first year. Um, and that is a huge, huge step compared to 20 email subscribers in two weeks. So I went from, or two years. So I went from 28 subscribers in two years to 14,000 in 12 months. Big improvement, and that's literally what I did. What I shared with you today is literally what I did, so I know that it will work if you just show up consistently and be that person worth following, that be, be yourself, that's all you need to do is be yourself, have a voice, be vulnerable, be raw, you know, focus on how you can positively impact your audience's life every single time that you put out a piece of content and your audience is just gonna grow and grow and grow because who doesn't want their life positively impacted? I, I don't know, I, I want it, I want my life positively impacted and I'm sure as heck gonna follow someone who's doing that regularly. So let me know if this was helpful. If you want, you can um, screenshot yourself listening to this episode, share it on your Instagram stories, tag me at, at Wonderlast. I would love to hear from you or just leave me a comment or whatever. Let me know if you've done any of these things, have any of these things worked for you. I would love to hear from you if you have more ideas on what you would like me to do a future podcast episode on. Of course, I want to hear from you as well. I literally came up with this podcast topic because of what everyone in my Facebook group wanted. So hope you find this helpful. Reach out to me. I want to hear from you. And that is it. I look forward to connecting you. Connect. I look forward to connecting you in the next episode. <laughs> that sounded weird and ominous. I don't know what that means. Connecting with you. Connecting with you in the next episode. Okay, bye. Wait, don't go just yet. If you enjoyed today's episode, then I would really appreciate you letting me know by taking a second to leave me a review on iTunes because your reviews helps my podcast get seen by more people, which allows me to keep the good stuff coming. And if you aren't already following me on social media, then you can get extra tips and inspiration over on Instagram by searching at Wonderlast or by visiting my website, wonderlast.com. You are freaking awesome, and I am so excited to connect with you more in the next episode. In the meantime, go forth and kick some butt.